Hey ladies and gents, it's Steph at Steph To It, and you're listening to Move Memoirs, where we're making healthy moves and telling the stories. And telling the stories. and welcome to episode one of Move Memoirs. I'm here with the lovely Stephanie. Hi. And I guess, yeah, this is an introduction to your podcast, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm glad I'm finally getting around to doing it. So Honestly, I'm so excited to listen to the podcast, get to know more about what it's going to be like, um, everything like that. So let's get right into it. Um, okay, let's do this. So why this, why Move Memoirs? Why are you doing this? So I've wanted to do Move Memoirs or a podcast for ages, um, literally like three or four years in the making. I just wanted to have a platform where I can talk about my stories in fitness and other people's stories um, and how people have had like, how they've used their challenges in fitness to create like amazing things and inspire themselves and inspire other people. And yeah, so I thought, podcast, let's do this. Okay, I love that. Absolutely love it. Okay, so... What's your background, Steph? I know I've known you for over ten years now. Yeah, long time. It's been long, isn't it? <laughs> I'm kind of old. <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, again, it's alright. But I've known you over um, ten years now, and yes. I know that health and fitness has always been a kind of focus. You've been the girl I've come to when I've needed any kind of advice, okay. especially with the whole weight loss journey, which we know is still ongoing. And we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Twenty twenty. Yes. Um. But yeah, just tell me a bit about your background. What kind of inspired you to get into um you know the health and fitness scene and yeah just tell me a bit about that so it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to give the short version of the story because basically when I first was when I first started sort of being physically active I didn't really class it as like exercise I was I didn't I wouldn't have considered myself as a a fitness person I was really really young um and we just moved from South London to actually no rewind so my mum used to take us to all these different kind of classes anyway so we tried everything from ballet to like karate random things she just wanted to um give us something to do while she was at work and just give us like an opportunity to you know be creative and then we moved from south london to east london and i started i joined the basketball club um, they okay. were called the young bloods everybody the if you know bloods. the young bloods yeah i think they're still Stop around <laughs> they actually i think they were really good i wasn't what, what position is that what you call it position i don't even remember oh, <laughs> i can't even lie to you i was not good <laughs> i love basketball so the idea of being in a basketball um club was like oh yeah and it was something to do and it was just something to boost my confidence because i was quite a shy child and so i was like really apprehensive to join in and stuff and like yeah like i had like a crippling fear mm. so the only way to tackle it was to do things like joining little clubs and stuff like that and um, just to get my creativity out there and uh, give me a voice where i would normally be really quiet yeah so join this basketball club wasn't really good at it so that didn't last very long but i got a taste for like exercise a taste for fitness and like I liked the way movement and, and being active made me feel. Mm. So I continued on, like I did random different things. I did like carnival dancing. I did um, ribbon dancing, wow, like wow, just wow. random things. Every yeah. summer it was something random. And then as I guess, as I got older, I realized actually I do like the physical activity, like the, the fitness, the movement side of it. 
I was in a dance group. Okay. Uh, I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very short stint um, in Boy Blue. Hey. Yeah, so they're still going. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they I are. Boy yeah, they're Blue. amazing. Yeah, I wasn't amazing. Because again, I was really, really shy. Like, I think if I wasn't that shy, I would have been better. But I was just so, like, yeah. So you, So do you think that, because you kind of have mentioned... Do you feel like your the physical activity improved your self confidence? Absolutely. Like you being more confident, maybe in your body and your movement, yeah. kind of then transformed into one hundred percent the stuff we have today. Yeah, and I think the stuff we have today is still a work in progress. Um, where the confidence and the like being a I don't know ever be an extrovert, but being a more sort of like open person, mm-hmm. I think that's still a work in progress. But the fitness side of it definitely gave me the confidence that I didn't have. Like it literally showed me a different side of me and let me know like what I could do and yeah I think that's probably why I I held on to it and made it what it is now I suppose yeah oh guys by the way I didn't even introduce myself just (laughs) just so you know introductions I'm Jade I've been um Steph's friend for over like 10 years yeah actually more than 15 yeah we don't have to be you know telling everybody it's fine I'm proud of my age okay yeah we've been trying for a very long time since college yeah yeah it's been great. It's been a while, yeah. Um, yeah, so my name's Jade. I'm the same with Steph, kind of just moving into 2020 with a new sense of purpose. But last year I started up my own little events business, which is called hey, Events hey. by Salt. Yes, it is. Um, if you haven't kind of put it together, my nickname is Salt. So it's called Every Events by Salt. Um, so I'm working on that. Got a few things lined up. 2020 should be lit. Amen. Um, but yeah, I just have a passion for it. And I love to collaborate with Steph whenever I get the opportunity because we're just too creative. We're trying yeah. to make it out in this millennial world. It, yeah. it's, it's that simple. <laughs> That's um, it. <laughs> but yeah, cool. All right. So, so you're saying, so where we at now? So you're on Boy Blue. You're doing your moves. I know. I've, I've left Boy Blue. Okay, you've left. <laughs> you've left. <laughs> or they've kicked me out. <laughs> One of the two. Um, and so, but this time I'm in, so I'm just finishing secondary school, moving into college and everyone's sort of deciding what they want to do with their lives. And, I, it's weird because I knew I had this passion for movement and fitness, but at the time, the whole like PT, physical activity, it wasn't even on my radar as a career path. Like okay. I didn't even consider it any, I, I guess it wasn't as big of a thing back then. Mm-hmm. I'm saying back then, like we're a hundred years old, but like, no, it wasn't Some like- it feels like it's there, let's be honest. <laughs> it's a struggle, but no. This it is was... why fitness and movement is important. Very guys. important. But no, I feel like, it, because it wasn't such a thing then, I didn't have um, much of a thought of like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do when, I, when I'm done with school. I didn't feel like it was a career path. It was just a hobby. It was literally something I did on the side. And all my friends knew like, Steph's the one that does the random things on the weekend mm. and we go support her. Love my friends, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so everyone was deciding what they wanted to do and um, applying for uni. And I did what you should never do when you apply for uni. You just don't pick subjects for the sake of it. And you don't just go to uni because your friend is going <laughs> to I think uni. that's the motivation for most people. It's I'm ridiculous. I'm definitely who was going to my uni and kind of like the easiest modules that were available was my... <laughs> kind of starting blocks to, for my decision of what uni I went to. So I totally get it. But yeah. regardless of your motivations. Yes. 
Um, so long story short, I went to uni, did some subjects that I didn't continue with, left, went back, did sports science, um, and then just really discovered a passion for, so in sports science, there was a module called special populations, and it was talking about how people used um, health, health interventions, healthy lifestyle changes, and fitness to tackle long-term conditions. Mm -hmm. um, and I just fell in love with it because I initially went and did the sports science because I decided I was going to be a strength and conditioning coach uh, in a basketball team in America. Okay. That was what I was going to do. But then when I got Girl. there, you know, I could have been in the... Anyway, it's <laughs> another story for another day. But yeah, so when I got there and I, um, this module, this special populations module, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really interested in this. And what can I do with this once I leave? Because sports science isn't exactly like a, a degree that you do and get a job immediately in a role like you have to work out what your next moves are so when I left I did a course um, to become a certified PT became a certified PT and then just navigated life from there okay yeah so since you've got this qualification yes. um, of being a PT yeah what kind of things have you been up to like what things are you actively currently doing now and what are you kind of looking to do in the near future what does 2020 kind of have in store for you so since I I got the certification, the mm. PT um, certificate, what haven't I done? So I did a few one-to-one -one sessions. I realized very soon though, that the one-to-one -one route wasn't for me. And I think that's this is partly, all these things sort of led to me making this podcast and doing the whole movie memoirs, because literally it has been like an ongoing journey, very unique and like just finding where I fit into the whole fitness industry because yeah. I, I realized really, really soon that I wasn't gonna be a traditional PT. Um, I just didn't have the passion for it in that way. Like I love motivating people to, to take their health seriously. I love motiva motivating people to get fit, mm -hmm. to, to introduce people to exercise. I love that. Yeah. I love showing people different ways to, in to improve their health. All of that stuff I love, but the one-to-ones just, just didn't do it for me. And I didn't feel like I was being the most effective um, as a one-to-one -one trainer. Yeah. So but that's just because that's not where your passion lies. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, for sure. It wasn't It wasn't for me. So so I went from that, I did group sessions. And that I actually did enjoy. I feel like I'm, I'm, I've got a, an idea in the pipelines for a little group thing. So yeah, watch this space. But um, so I did some group um, sessions. I did outdoor fitness. I did uh, like corporate things where I'd go to people's workplaces and put on some fitness events or fitness workshops. What else did I do? What, you know, I don't know, I can't remember. What yeah, you do doing something all the time, to be honest. I can't keep up. Um, I was just, literally whatever I could do to motivate people. I'm, and I think it's, I'm still on that journey of like, what, where do I fit into this? What can I do to be the most effective as a person who encourages people to improve their health and, yeah, like I'm just, I'm still working out what that looks like, but right now it looks like a podcast. Um, and there's a few other things in 2020 that I have planned. I want to get back into, so because I left the, I guess, one-to-one -one side of it and I left the group fitness for a while as well. And I went into the public sector. Why do you say the public sector? Because <laughs> you know, I feel like, when you get your PT certificate and when you become a fitness professional, yeah. it's just everyone assumes and you yourself assume that you're now going to be an entrepreneur. You're going to be a fitness entrepreneur. You're going to, you know, start your own fitness mm. business. You're gonna, like, that's going to be your path. And so to go back into a paid job um, was like, oh, okay, this is not what I expected to look like. But it's weird because... I have a, a passion for fitness, but I also have a passion for public health. And the two do tie in, yeah, but they're always, sure. when people talk about public health, they don't 
talk about it like I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah it's like public health. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you talk about it, people are like, what is that exactly? <laughs> Later. <laughs> so it was interesting that I found myself there, but I do like, I have a, a real enthusiasm for mm-hmm. public health. Like, and literally. And it's important. It is. It's, it's definitely important and it's necessary. And I feel like, I think why a lot of people have, I would say, not as much, I don't want to say give um, the public health sector the props it deserves. Mm. It's because a lot of people behind it are just doing it because it's a job, it's their nine to five, it's a paycheck, do you get what I mean? So to have someone that can infuse passion, has a general interest in the public health, that's the kind of things that, they're the kind of people that we need to kind of make the change yeah. for people to think differently about public health because it is a staple. We yeah. all we all complain about it. Yeah. We all say we always can say what it's not. Yeah. Um, but we also need it. Yeah. And it's you know, it's a central part of well, at least London living, let's be honest. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, okay. So no shame in the girl the game girl, like honestly. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, and I think so now that I'm like in the public health I guess environment I see where um the fit fitness side of it and my passion on that side can tie into it and mm-hmm. it's just now I think 2020 for me looks like trying to tie the two together in my own unique way and like yeah I just marry the two really and find a way to do that that is fun and not just sort of like oh public health here we go sort of thing I work for um the sickle cell society um and I work in health engagement so it's getting the sickle cell um community specifically in Hackney because that's where I'm based to be more involved in health interventions and to to basically get them the health needs that they need Mm -hmm. um, and encourage them in their health so yeah I I have that is something that I'm enthusiastic about health improvement yeah thanks for sure but yeah I think it's just working out how I can like tie the two together and still have that active side of me and still get the because I do I like I personally enjoy fitness for myself yeah Um, I (laughs) I like to keep moving and I just like it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing at all so like yeah, I'm trying to get back there as well. I'm trying to grab that like fitness side of me um, and and put the two together. And that's what 2020 looks like, really. Okay, cool. The thing is, what makes me laugh about this whole situation when he's kind of telling um, us about your kind of background and stuff and doing all these random activities. I promise you guys, this girl still has like a little black book, yeah? But this black book is full of like different activities, physical activities, everything from salsa <laughs> to like trampolining. And I remember a couple of summers ago, I was yeah. like, Steph, like I really need to lose this weight. And we did a little, we did a little tour. Yeah, we, we did. We put some like activities. We ended up going to a martial arts class. Do yes, you remember did. that? Oh my God. Gosh. I almost forgot about that. Let's just say that I couldn't <laughs> walk for the next few days. That was fun. Yeah. We should do that again. It was it was a lot of fun, but I love that, you know, it's especially when it comes to movement, this can take shape and form in all different things. Yeah. Like I don't like to go in a gym and work out as you know. Right. But if you told me to dance for two hours, yeah, I'd be like, I'm there, like where's it at? So yeah. um yeah, but just going on from that, it's kind of like all these different forms of exercise and fitness and movement yeah what are your thoughts on like these new fitness topics like these fad um you know these fad oh what i suppose you call it movement classes whether Mm. that's like i know bounce is um a big thing right now i like spinning all of that kind of stuff (laughs) 
but yeah all these kind of new things that's coming out like zumba had its time like yeah. everybody was like yeah like cool so yeah. what are your thoughts on that do you actually think they're effective what if you was just a joe blog person mm-hmm. that kind of wanted to get into movement and fitness but didn't want to just get in the gym yeah um and just do those men- mundane things or just knowing how to use the gym equipment mm-hmm. but wanted to do something that was you know fun and relatively cheap because budget is a real thing it's a real thing it's the times of austerity <laughs> i'm being serious because it like a, thing. Yeah. a lot of people are trying to take it outside of the gym gym memberships are crazy now. crazy um you know all these high-tech facilities and stuff but what are yeah. what are your thoughts yeah just on the whole kind of fad fitness movement um i feel like i've got i'm kind of biased because i don't enjoy the gym Mm. um i love working out obviously but i don't yeah i'm not really a gym person so i very quickly was like what can i do outside of the gym to to keep this passion going so yeah i I, like you said you know we've done we've tried a few things and i've tried a few things on my own as well so i i I appreciate those kind of things i think there's definitely a place for them because for people who want to stay motivated like me for people who like like trying different things i feel like they just give you that push because you know it's like having the same meal every day like if i was having brown rice and broccoli every day um just because i'm trying to stay healthy i would hate brown rice and broccoli eventually so i think like having something to spice up your routine and it also shows you your strengths and your weaknesses so you might go to a class and be like oh i didn't know that like I can't move my legs that much. Or do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it gives you an idea of where you're at, but also it helps you to still have fun with it. So I think there's definitely a place for all these different activities outside of the gym. I think sometimes, it, I don't know, balance is always important and moderation is key. So I feel like, yeah, I think if you're someone who's just going from class to class to class, um, not really sticking to one thing, you're just like, I'm going to try Zumba. And then like, and literally all you do every day is go to a different class. And I think it, it sometimes can be difficult to, work out your strengths but and i guess to see results yeah there's no consistency yeah that yeah that in fact that's the main thing like you don't get to see where you're at because you're just always going from one thing to another Mm. and so i think having some kind of consistency or having some kind of routine is important and then adding those things in there to spice up your life then yeah why not if that's what you like i think not feeling pressured to be like you're if you are a gym person or you're yeah. someone who just you know what you like and and you're good at it and you'll see results in it not feeling pressured to join the new age and like yeah. become a i don't know soul cycle i love all those kind of things but like it's it's like not feeling the pressure to um fit into those things if that's not your thing but like yeah. definitely try new stuff and i think it shows especially from us having our little you know our tour yeah. of um fitness classes it just proved to me that there's something for everyone absolutely um and i always just thought like okay if you're getting trying to get fit if you're trying to just get healthier you know whatever your fitness goals are you need to find yourself in the gym yeah um but i found just from doing those few little fitness classes i was like wow you know, this is actually fun and I'm getting healthier as well. Yeah. And I think for me, that's what I need because I literally feel, I know this sounds, I feel like it's so militant in a gym, which <laughs> doesn't have to be like that because a lot yeah. of people go in there and have a whale of a time and yeah. I see people live and breathe it and I'm like, I just wish I had that kind of passion for it. Yeah. But, you know, I could be doing my Zumba three times a week and I'll be good to go. So, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that's really important. Yeah. Um, so for someone like me. Yes. Who, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, enough about me. But for <laughs> someone like me. Yeah. Um, who's a total novice, mm-hmm. a total beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in, look, it's 2020. Yeah. 
you know, we're hitting 30, well, I've hit, you've hit 30. I have officially hit 30. I'm still hit 30, guys, still hanging on to my 20s. <laughs> so good girl. <laughs> but, you know, they're saying 2020, you know, new year, actual new me. Yes. Um, what are your tips for a beginner? I would say don't get overwhelmed, which is easier said than done, but literally strip it back and just start from scratch. Like firstly, work out what you feel like your body needs, like go from head to toe and say, look, do I get constant headaches? Am I bloated all the time? Like what are the main factors? What what am I doing this for? Because it's, it, there's a lot of like, you know, new year, like I want to be a slim thing, but, and that's great. There's nothing wrong oh, with that. <laughs> your goal but I think there's so much more to consider and like our inner health is important as well and so like if you are someone who are having these reoccurring health conditions it's that should be the main focus is that what can I do to get my body in the best shape inside and outside like really quickly I used to get chest infections all the time reoccurring reoccurring and I realized I had to change some things up and that tied into my fitness journey but like I had to work out why I kept on getting sick and having to be on these antibiotics and all that kind of stuff so it's like work out what your body needs and then go from there and then add the things in slowly like strip things back and because i'm mentioning food because it is important to tie the two together like not just do the fitness but work out what you need don't overwhelm yourself like don't go from like a a massive meat eater to you know the the vegan of the of the world (laughs) tomorrow but like make it take it i'm actually giving her side eye right now because that's exactly what i'm doing no but i rate you and we're in this together (laughs) we're in this together i'm just saying you know but you're taking it slow like you're working out what works so you just take it slow um work out what your body needs and then yeah start to explore i think one of the best things to do is explore like we did go on like Mm -hmm. a little tour of exercise sessions and find out what kind of thing you like go to the gym see if that's for you try some home workouts see if that's for you find out what your strengths and weaknesses are in terms of like are you a resistance person are you a cardio person what are your main aims and just try some things out. Go on all those random things like meet up and Eventbrite and see what's going on and what things you can go and join in and what like free things, free, are going on. There's loads of like outdoor free fitness. I mean, right now it's cold, but like there's that as well. And there's um, running groups. Running groups, walking groups. Yeah. But like, yeah, just check, like try, try some different things and work out what works for you. And don't be afraid to switch it up as well. Okay. So for, for me, I'm very much a planner. Mm-hmm. I can do all the planning in the world. Me too. Um, which I think makes me quite a good events planner. Yes, but it when it help. comes to execution, um, that's when I need like the push. Yeah. So for someone that's a beginner, mm-hmm. just from my side of things, I yeah. would write this down. I yeah. feel like writing things down just kind of puts it into existence. Yeah. Um, so all these things that you said, like, you know what is your main concerns what is your body telling you yeah um what are your strengths and weaknesses start documenting that down yeah because then you can start documenting your progress or your results exactly so yeah i think journaling yeah i think journaling 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 i can't say it (laughs) journaling that's the one yes (laughs) (laughs) look at me um yeah that's gonna be really handy yeah um, i think in anything that you're trying to if it's if you're really serious about yeah. it um that's i think just from a planning point of i agree of, just definitely get that down on paper just so you can refer back to it and stuff like that any other tips i think 
if you're like me and you can write lists for day, I've, I've got lists about lists. Like it's actually crazy. Yeah. Do you know how many notebooks I've got? Just write a list down, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but if you're like me and you like to make lists and plan a bit too much, it can get to a point where sometimes you just plan, plan, plan and don't put any action to it. So I'd say yeah. set yourself some deadlines and just say, look, I'm gonna do this next week, Friday and, and just do it. Like don't overthink it and don't be like, oh, okay, but I haven't got the right shoes or but I haven't bought the right, like, you know, just go for it because you can end up writing lists and lists and lists and planning and then and it not coming to fruition. So I think, like you said, definitely do the planning, definitely journal because it helps you to note down your progress, but just go for it as well sometimes. Like don't overthink it, just like make some moves, any moves. Yeah, just you might moves. just even start seeing patterns. Like, yeah. And then that might also help you to establish, you know, what is causing maybe these health concerns that you have yeah. or things that you want to focus on um, or whatever. So yeah, I'm a big believer in, you know, writing that kind of stuff down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely guys, share this with your friends because health is so important. And I think coming into my 30s, lad, <laughs> but coming They're the best years of your life. <laughs> yeah, I, and I want them to be. They so, And I just realised how much my health mm-hmm. um, plays a part in that. So... And I think when you get to our kind of age, you do start taking it seriously because yeah. you do start noticing the differences. Yes, you do. I cross yeah. my legs for about five minutes and I've got pins and needles. This is not, this is not life, guys. Thank you so, so I'm keeping it 100. Is this podcast not meant to be a 100 It is, podcast? it really is. No, it is. We're, we're meant to be completely transparent. And it's I true. think it's important that we have these conversations because yeah. we can hide behind things like, you know, Instagram yeah. and social media and feel like we're living our best lives. Yeah. But we're broken. Yeah, no, it's true. I like, agree. we're actually physically broken. Literally. Um, okay, so, Move Memoirs. Yes. What can we expect for the next com- coming podcast? What have you got in store for us? Because I'm excited. Oh, thanks. I'm, so I'm on this journey with you. And Yay. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you've got in store. So, let us know a bit about what we can look forward to so you can expect to hear a lot from many different health enthusiasts and health professionals who have basically taken movement fitness and physical physical activity and used it to make improvements in their lives uh, make improvements in other people's lives they've battled through challenges to get to where they are and they've just they've created their own unique journey with fitness and that's what that's what fitness and health is it's it's a journey everyone has a unique journey no two journeys are the same and like you said we confront sometimes and act like you know everything's fantastic but literally there are struggles behind it and and our health is a it it can be a heavy subject and i just want to take away the heaviness and just give us some like inspiration by talking to people who have managed to create something beautiful Mm. using fitness and health. So there will be loads of different laid back conversations with loads of different health professionals, health enthusiasts, health haters, health lovers, (laughs) like (laughs) whatever, it's for everybody. Even if you're, even if it's the first time you've locked into anything to do with health, welcome. Yeah, it's for you as well. It's literally just a conversation we're having ongoing about fitness and health and just keeping it real. I love what you said about like just kind of taking the heaviness out of health because yeah. it is so intimidating. It I find it intimidating because health doesn't goes past even the physical, it's it your does. mental health. And yeah. obviously that's such a big thing, um, you know, now people's mental health. Yeah. But a lot of people say you get your physical health right, that's going to have an impact on yeah, your mental absolutely. health um, and stuff like that. So I think it's an important conversation to have. So in each episode, I'm going to ask my guest to share a tip a strength or a highlight from their journey so far and you are my first guest yeah 
So if you can, will you share one of your, we're gonna call it secret sauce. Okay. So what is your secret sauce? Tell. Yes. Okay. Um, um, from one average Joe to another, <laughs> I have got quite a long list um, because I have tried quite a few things. Um, but I would say, I'll try and give you my top five. Okay. Um, so water, I know that goes without saying, but water is so, so important. Like I was just living in a constant state of dehydration Mm -hmm. and just my focus and my muscles, you know, my joints just felt like just awful. Um, I've introduced more water into my diet now. Um, so I probably drink about two and a half liters a day and I'm just more energized. Um, as I said, more focused, just a bit more supple, like just not feeling as rickety in my body. So water's one. I also swear by apple cider vinegar, please. I know it's disgusting. I know it tastes disgusting. But it is great though. But it's great. It's like, I don't know whether it's a mind over matter thing, but me having that in the morning mm. really just sets off my day. Okay. Um, and there's so many health properties. You can use it for facials. You can use it in your hair. Like there's so many health properties to apple cider vinegar. Yeah. So drinking it is great. Obviously everything in moderation. Yeah. But that's also something I swear by. Um, another thing I would just say is consistency. Yeah. Um, I get bored very quickly. Same. Um, so when it comes to especially going to the gym and stuff like that i just can't keep the motivation because i'm bored so i've realized that consistency for me just to move Mm. um that doesn't necessarily mean to go to the gym but just to move more um and in saying that kind of part and parcel of this particular one is stretching oh my gosh guys the things that stretching will do for your life like just make you all limber oh, it, just, <laughs> it just renews you revitalizes you like it does i'm um quite naturally quite flexible which mm. i've been quite lucky with but i even i was starting to notice that like, come on jade you can't even like bend over and touch your toes and yeah. stuff like that um yeah honestly i really believe in stretching it makes me feel so good about myself right. I, it helps me to relax i sleep better and sleep is so important when it comes it to is. your health it is. um so yeah that how many have done so far um if we're tying stretching yeah in with i think that's like one two three i think you've got one more left okay doesn't oh, matter yes. just throw okay. one in there anyway and my last one kettlebell swings yeah <laughs> that was my that was my wild <laughs> that was my wild card okay i love kettlebell swings because it really um works loads of different muscle groups in your body right. um it's really good for your core but obviously it's good for your your legs your quads your bum everything mm-hmm. um and also it just makes me a little bit more aware of my posture because i have really bad um but back problems guys so i'm really always kind of um attentive maybe attentive is not the right word but really just aware of how exercises can affect my back and i have difficulties doing it so yeah that really helps me with my technique but it builds up strength it builds um builds dynamics Mm -hmm. um and just mobility in a lot of your muscle groups so yeah that will be my wild card will be just if you're going to do any form of exercise especially with home workouts yeah that's something that i really love to do cool that's a nice mixture there yeah it's giving us your recipe for novice you know what i mean (laughs) 
Okay, girl. So closing it up, what are you saying? Um, I'm saying just, yeah, stay with me on this journey. Um, Listen to the episodes, please. I want everyone's <laughs> feedback, literally. I don't want this to be a one-way thing. Like, I want to hear from people um, what you think of it, what you want to hear on the podcast. I, I want this podcast to be all about giving people what they actually want to hear. Because, you know, sometimes I feel like when it comes to fitness, it can get a bit, I don't even know what the word is. Like, we've said heavy, but on the other side, it can just be a bit like... I find, as I said, I find it really um, intimidating. That's the word I was looking for. And quite overwhelming because it's just a wide spectrum. Yeah. I think that a lot of people, especially when it comes to their health, feel like they're alone in their journey. Like, I may have, you know, I've got really bad back problems, but you might have something, you know, a health concern of your own. So, yeah, it's just, I'm so happy to have access to a platform now that has frank discussions about yeah. our well-being and our health. Like, That's what I wanted to be, yeah. It's amazing. Thanks. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm back on this podcast. It's fun. <laughs> You'll be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, it's been lovely talking to you and nice, I can't wait to see what you've got in store for us. I'll definitely be tuning in. Yay. And hopefully back on the show. Very um, soon. Soon. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Hopefully, um, yeah, we'll speak again soon. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Move Memoirs. You can follow the podcast using the handle at Move Memoirs on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me using the handle at Steph2It on Instagram. If you've got any questions, feedback or topics you want covered on the show or you want to share your move memoir on the podcast, then contact me. You can send me an email using the address connect at stephtoit.com or you can send me a message on any of the social media channels.